Welcome to the Lead Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Barron. I'm obsessed with helping people feel more connected to themselves, the people they love, their work, and their purpose. I'm a leadership coach, speaker, self-improvement junkie, wife, mom of two teenagers, and 30-year corporate career woman turned entrepreneur. This podcast will give you the tools, insights, and real honest conversations that will help you lead your life so you can love your life. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 68 of the Lead Your Life podcast. It's crazy to think we're already at 68 episodes. Time is flying by, and I'm so grateful you're here this week. You know, it's been an interesting couple of weeks for me, and I had a completely different plan for this week's episode. But because of the last couple of weeks and what it's brought into my life, I am, I've completely scratched the script. And I am just talking from the hip for this episode. So bear with me because it's not going to be perfect and I'm totally okay with that. But, um, you know, it's basically when I talked about, you know, I can't believe time is going by so quickly. How are we already at 67 or 68 episodes? You know, the last two weekends, I have gone to funerals. Um, the funeral last weekend was a girlfriend of mine. Her mother passed away. Um, I did not have the opportunity to meet her mom, but I heard about her mom through her and obviously through what was said at the funeral. And then yesterday on Saturday, I attended a funeral for a coaching client who has become a friend, um, for her father. And I attended his funeral. And what it made me start thinking about is legacy. Because I didn't know either one of the people who had passed. But what became really clear while I was sitting at the funeral was their legacy and what they left behind. And I got a glimpse into these two people without ever meeting them just by what other people were sharing about them. And it just got me thinking about this whole topic of legacy. It's it's one of the things I actually ask my clients in their questionnaire when they first start working with me is, what do you want your legacy to be? And we talk about it a little bit, but I don't know why these last two weeks, it just really hit me that I wanted to start thinking about legacy on a deeper level. And maybe it's because I have a birthday coming up. I'm going to be 51. And I started thinking as I'm sitting at these funerals about my own life and my own legacy. Just this whole topic of legacy has just become very apparent to me. And I try to follow my gut intuition. And my gut just said, Natalie, you've got to talk about this. So today... We are talking about legacy. And I'm curious to know if you've thought about what your legacy is and what you want to leave behind. You know, I think it's so interesting because many of us are concerned with getting our financial house in order. 
and our estate planning and our inheritance of what do we want to leave our kids and our family? Um, if you don't have kids, you know, what do you want to leave your friends or your extended family? And I think that's all really important. And if that is something that you haven't done, we'll go back and listen to episode 59, where I had uh, Fiona Kayamba Magezi on my podcast talking about estate planning and the importance of it. And I think it's great. We all need a plan. But it's so interesting to me how in life, we focus so much on the accumulation of assets and houses and cars and education and all of it. And that's all great. And we make a concerted effort to make sure that we're passing those things along to our family. And we go speak with a professional. We have them draw up the documents. And boom, we have our legacy planning, our legacy estate planning in order. But how often do we really stop to think, what kind of legacy am I leaving for my family, for my friends, for my community, for the larger world at hand? I just find that we don't put as much intention or action or consciousness behind that legacy. We get so focused on the accumulation of the outer things. But what stories, what feelings are we leaving behind for others? And like I said, this came up so <laughs> my dog just <laughs> my dog just came to visit me. <laughs> She's <laughs> I will tell you, her legacy is she makes me so happy. Um, We got a COVID puppy and she is so cute and adorable. And literally, she just ran, jumped, put her paws on my office door and completely opened my office door and just came and ran and gave me the biggest hug right now. So um, I apologize for that. But we're really intentional about these outer things that we're leaving. But like I said, I don't think we're as intentional or conscious about our legacy. And what really hit me, I think that I started to say this before uh, Sadie jumped on my lap. What really hit me was sitting at these two funerals. And when you kind of stripped away the ceremonial pieces of the service, what was left was about anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes of people sharing stories the children coming up and and sharing their memories, some other friends. Um, actually, at my friend's dad's funeral this yesterday, he was honored with a from a fellow Marine who shared stories about his history and who he was and how he showed up in the Marine Corps. And it got me thinking about how important our legacy is and the stories that we leave behind. Because the truth is, none of us know how much longer we have on this earth. And our legacy is our inheritance to the people important in our lives. Probably the most important inheritance we can leave behind. And so when I started thinking about the concept of legacy, I think so many of us confuse legacy as you know, these historical great deeds or acts of heroism by special people that deserve monuments or books written about them. 
But the reality is, our everyday living is a monument to developing a legacy of how we want people to see and feel about us. If today, God forbid, was the last day you were on earth, what do you want people to remember about you? It's the memories of the experiences that we leave behind that we want people to remember that we either gave them guidance, we gave them strength, we gave them perseverance, determination. Maybe if you're super humorous, which I I wish I could be, you know, maybe it's your sense of humor. Maybe it's the way you light up a room when you walk in. Maybe it's the way you make people feel known, heard, or understood, or cared for, or safe. The bottom line is, if you have a conscious life and you're living very consciously day to day, everything you do has purpose, and that all contributes to your legacy. So we don't have to be famous. We don't have to have books written about us. You know, the people that I sat with in the in the services the last two weeks, they were so important to the people that were mourning their loss. Those people were heroes to people in their lives. And so as I started thinking about legacy, here's the truth. All of us are going to leave a legacy, whether we like it or not. And so much of it has nothing to do with our success, how many cars we have, what kind of house we have, what kind of handbag we carry. It has to do with how we make other people feel in our lives. And I think so many of us are kind of asleep at the wheel with regard to thinking about our legacy. What are we role modeling? for our friends? What are we role modeling for our children? Because the truth is, I know I want to leave a legacy worth inheriting. And our legacy really calls for us to answer some crucial questions because none of us can dodge (laughs) these questions. And we start to think about them more and more, I think, as we get older. But I think we should start thinking about them earlier. Why am I here? What do I want to do with my life? Why do I exist? How am I or can I contribute? What will I leave behind? What example am I setting for my family, for my community, for my friends? How will I be remembered? We need to start setting some intention about how we answer these questions. And I love this quote by Shannon Alder that says, carve your name on hearts, not tombstones. A legacy is etched into the minds of others and the stories they share about you. And I'm not sure where I heard this before, but um, there's the saying that we die twice. We die once, obviously at our funeral and when our physical body dies. But we die twice when someone speaks our name for the last time. There's another quote by Benjamin Franklin that says, If you would not be forgotten as soon as you are dead, either write something worth reading or do something worth writing. I love that quote. 
And quite frankly, it reminds me of my husband. I don't share this, and I haven't shared this on the podcast yet, I don't believe. But one of the reasons why I'm talking about this topic is because these funerals had a big impact on me. And one of them was because my husband is much older than I am. My husband is 25 years older than me. So my husband is 76. And the first funeral that I went to last week really messed me up because the funeral started with one of the songs that is our song. And I was bawling crying before the service even started. And I'm even finding myself getting emotional right now as I talk about it. Just because in so many ways, I'm blessed that I have somebody in my life, my husband, who is the most amazing man I've ever known to walk on this planet. Um, He gives me the gift of knowing that life is short and our time is limited. And I'll never forget when we were dating, I said to my very best friend, you know, I don't know if I should go through with this or not. You know, he's so much older. Eventually, I'm going to be alone. And I don't know if, I don't know if I should do that or not. And I'll never forget her words. She said, Natalie, the future isn't guaranteed for any of us. God forbid you could get breast cancer. You could die next month, next year. Something could happen to you. You could get in a car accident. And would you rather have one month, one year, or five years of the most amazing years of your life, or 20 or 25 or the next 30 years playing it safe and not taking this chance with this man that you love so intensely and he's your soulmate. And that was exactly what I needed to get over that hump of our age difference. And I'm so glad I did. My life is filled up to the brim every single day. He has given me so much. And I will tell you, he is the epitome of a walking legacy. It's kind of the joke in our family whenever we go to a party or a social event. um, Even my family will joke around um, because he's contributed so much to the lives of others. He's a therapist and he has been for 50 years. He contributes so much still to this day to the lives of others in helping them change their lives, their marriages, their relationships with their kids, with themselves. And everyone tells me whenever we go into a social situation, oh my God, you're so lucky. You're so lucky to be married to him. And, you know, of course I joke about it. I'm like, I know I hear it all the time, but inside I'm so honored that I get to live with somebody and I get to be with somebody and I have the gift of being with someone who lives out his legacy every single day. And the reality I know is, yes, there will be a time, a time all too soon that I absolutely dread thinking about where he will pass for the first time. But the truth is, I know his name, his stories, and his impact on the families, the children, the marriages, and especially on me. My gratitude runs so deep, not only for what he's done for me, but for our family, his two girls, 
everyone in his life. And he has inspired me to really think about what does a legacy look like? Because in my opinion, we should be living our legacy every single day. And so what might this look like? Well, first of all, it looks like us getting really clear about answering the questions I asked early on. There's kind of an intellectual and emotional challenge there of what do I want my legacy to be? How do I want to live it every day? And being intentional about that, about thinking deeply about your life. Because when you think deeply about the legacy that you want to not only leave, but live, you begin to see how your daily decisions are impacted by that. And that you, when you pay attention, you are guided by that living legacy versus by maybe making decisions on a whim or what feels good in the moment. It becomes a part of this decision-making power that you have that brings clarity into your daily decisions. Because the truth is, is each one of those decisions moves you either closer or further apart from your legacy. And so what the legacy does is it actually offers you advice and guidance on how to live in the present. I was listening to a TED Talk from a guy named Tommy Gentleman on the topic of legacy. And one of the things Tommy talks about is how our legacy is really a culmination of three things. The words we use, the work we do, and our why, our intention behind why we do what we do. And I couldn't agree with him more. And so I want to give you some examples of how to think about those three things in terms of legacy. So first of all, words. I was talking to my husband about this. As I mentioned, he's a therapist. So sometimes we go over my podcast and we talk about different examples or he'll tell me stories um, without naming clients, of course. But we were talking about words and how important they are. And he was sharing with me how much our words matter. So for example, he gives, we were talking about this as an example of a father watching sports. He's watching sports with his son or daughter or both. And he's really, his favorite team is playing. And, you know, it's halftime and his favorite team is up. But then towards the end of the game, and this is like a big game of the season. And then towards the end of the game, his favorite team, super important game, his favorite team loses. Now, words matter. Your role modeling matters. One of the things he's heard some of his clients say is, I can't believe they lost. They're such losers. You know, they just didn't pull it together in the second half. The coach was terrible. Gave a bunch of really bad calls. The ref was awful. I mean, think about what you're role modeling with your words for your children. Versus, you know, the better team won today. As simple as that, what we communicate, whether we're at work, whether we're at home, wherever we are, what we communicate gives insight into our value system and what's critically important to us. It also communicates our view on life. So think about your words. You know, this whole podcast is called Lead Your Life. And my tagline is lead your life so you can love your life. 
But think about you as a leader. How do you show up at work? What are you saying and communicating with your words to your team? Are you communicating positivity? Are you communicating opportunity? Are you letting people know through your words what you want the legacy of the company to be or the team? You know, there's a big opportunity to talk about legacy as a team. What's important to us? What's important for our individual mission as a team? And it's really important as a leader that you're having those conversations. I guarantee you, and there's been studies done, that your productivity and your engagement on your team will absolutely go through the roof. When your team feels like they are part of something bigger and part of leaving a legacy or having an impact, that's what's engaging and motivating to people on teams. So whether it's at home, whether it's at work, whether it's at a community volunteer organization, whether it's at the grocery store with the grocery store clerk. Think about how your words matter and how what you're saying is part of your overall legacy. We all have bad days. But we also have a choice in how we show up every day. And when you start framing your daily choices in the context of what legacy do I want to leave? And what legacy do I want to live? It becomes a compass and a guidepost for how we show up each day and what we communicate. And then the second W is our work. So many of my clients come to me because they're feeling stuck in their jobs. Is your work meaningful to you? You know, some of it isn't even so much our work. I mean, I stayed with one company for 27 years It wasn't because I found the work super fulfilling. It's because I found my teams and the people that work there so fulfilling. But if I was really honest, I was also living a mindset of fear. And I wasn't living my legacy. I am absolutely doing work now. And I feel like I'm living my legacy. Because having an impact and connecting are two of my core values And I am absolutely doing work that is in full alignment of that. And I feel blessed every day to serve the clients that I serve and to be doing the work that I do. But here's the thing is we also have the opportunity to do work that maybe isn't super inspiring to us, but we find a way to leave our legacy, our individual legacy on that work. And I have to share this perfect example of, you know, I used to travel a lot for my previous role in corporate. I was the total road road warrior on planes, trains, and automobiles all the time. And one of the airports I would travel in and out of was Chicago O'Hare Airport all the time. Preferred (laughs) preferred to go there in the summer, by the way, but um, not so much in the winter. But here's the thing, you know, so many of the TSA personnel that we would come in contact with, you know, they were just irritated or not very happy. And I totally understand why. I mean, they're dealing with so many people on a daily basis. But there was one gentleman, and I feel badly I don't know his name. But every time I would go, or most times I would go to the Chicago airport, there was somebody that was 
directing people on how to get to the train to get to the rental car station. And for all intents and purposes, it could seem like a mundane job, directing people down a corridor towards the tram to get to the rental car place. But there was one guy who lit me up every single time I got to the airport. And it got to the point where I looked forward to seeing him because he would sing his way to tell people how to get to the tram. And he would sing the the most beautiful, almost opera music. And he would make it fun and engaging to the where he would have a crowd around him. And people were soaking his energy up. And he brought so much joy and vibrance and vitality and fun to a pretty mundane airport experience. And I think about how he did his job. No one told him to do that. No one told him to go above and beyond. But I still remember him, and that will be his legacy. You know, he left an imprint on me that made my airport experience, being away from my family, being away from my kids, the things that are most important to me, um, he brought a smile to my face every time I went to the airport. So it's not only what we're doing for work, but it's how we're showing up every day. How are we doing our work? Not just what we're doing. And then our why. Why are we doing what we're doing? The bottom line is, Sometimes we can be in mundane positions that aren't super exciting to us, aka my old corporate job. But what I did know is it was providing a secure income and benefits, and it was allowing me the freedom to be with my family because I worked from home and I didn't have to commute into the office every day. So I got to spend a lot of time with my family when I wasn't on the road. And that security provided me the opportunity to send my kids to school. And education is also a core value of mine. And so sometimes we take on roles that maybe aren't super exciting to us or aren't fulfilling our deep-seated passion, but we know that we're doing it for a, a bigger purpose, for a bigger why. My why has always been for my kids. And now, and our why can change also for different seasons of our life. So now that my kids are leaving the house and I'm going to be an empty nester pretty soon, that's why I started on my why a couple of years ago of transitioning my career because I wanted to do work that was important to me and that was going to have a huge impact. And I'm so, so grateful that I've been given the opportunity to do the work that I do and to work with the clients that I work with. I literally have to pinch myself every day because I love, love, love my work. I am truly blessed and I'm so grateful. So what I want you to think about is we've all had someone that's influenced us in our life, whether that be the fourth grade teacher that told you you were a great writer and that someday you were going to write a book and now maybe as an adult you followed that path. Or maybe it was a parent who said, wow, you really have great artistic talent. You can do anything you want to do. Or maybe it was an aunt, an uncle, a friend, a mentor. Someone told you that you'd be a great public speaker and now you're giving TED Talks. Or now you feel comfortable in a room, commanding a room as a VP of an organization. That's phenomenal. We all have someone who has guided us and has influenced us along the way. 
And I know we can all point to somebody and think about that person specifically. And that's that person's legacy living itself out. Because maybe you wouldn't be doing what you're doing today if it weren't for that influential person in your life. And my question to you, what I want to end this episode on, is why can't you be that person for someone else? What is it that you're going to contribute? Who is it that you're going to influence? What are your words, your work, or your why going to contribute as you are living out your legacy? And as you become more conscious about living out your legacy on a daily basis, what possibilities does that open up not only for yourself, but for others in your life, for your community, and maybe even the broader world at large? I'm a big (laughs) believer in having big visions and big dreams. So if you are truly to live out your legacy, what impact does that have on the world? And if you're listening to the episode and you're saying, Natalie, this all sounds great. I'm just not quite sure how to find it. Please reach out to me for a complimentary 30-minute coaching session. This is what I help people figure out for themselves. People either come to me because they're in transition or because they're just trying to figure out what's next for them. And and COVID in so many ways has been a powerful pause for people to think about what really is important to them. What legacy do I want to leave? Maybe People have had people pass away in their lives and they've realized life is short. I'm tired of living behind fear and insecurity. And this is my time in my life right now to make a step in the right direction towards doing work that's meaningful to me and purposeful. And if that's you, then call me or email me at natalie at corecreationcoaching.com. I would be happy to speak with you. So as we close, There's always what we want people to be saying at our service when we pass to the other side. But there's also the opportunity right now for people. What do you want people to be saying about you right now? And I'm not talking about people's opinions of you. I'm saying, what legacy do you want to be living this moment? Who will we say that you were and that you are? What difference will we be celebrating that you made in this world? What contribution can we point to or will we point to? Your legacy is what you make of it right now. And we have every opportunity to make it count starting today. You have an absolute choice starting today of how you want your legacy to be lived out. So what are you waiting for? Go for it. I'll see you back here next week. Take care for now. Thank you so much for being here today and listening to the Lead Your Life podcast. My invitation to you is that you do one thing today to move toward a more meaningful, fulfilling life for yourself. Today, you have the opportunity to challenge your mindset or have a meaningful conversation or take one action step towards your goals. So what are you waiting for? It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe and leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next week. Until then, don't wait till tomorrow. Be your best self now.